out there in podcast land and welcome back to spoilers your bad movie review show on the rat pack podcast network where your hosts have lots of opinions but zero credentials each week we watch a movie usually a bad one we crack a couple jokes we give you our insight into the film and we play a couple games at the end i'm your host hollywood i'm joined by my two co-hosts adam and maestro hello howdy drew this Did week you- to get you ready for ready player one hey, hey. the new spielberg movie a movie that pays homage to a lot of his 80s Spielbergian movies. Was oh, that right? There's a lot of references to E.T., Indiana Jones. So Spielberg has a Spielbergian kind of a following now? Well, this is based on a book. And the guy who wrote the book referenced a lot of 80s stuff. And I have, Spielberg was the king of the 80s like blockbuster. So I have the audiobook. I plan on listening to it before watching the movie. Okay. So... What would you say a person is a big fan of Spielberg? Would you say a Spielbergian? <laughs> no. Or would you spell Spur- Spiel- a Spielbergy? Because I know like a lot of Craftian or Lovecraft or what's it called? A Hoovian? Yeah. Yeah. Sp- Spielbergian. Yeah? Yeah. This is a little bit long. Spielbergite. Ooh, I like that one better. That's nice. Let's use that one. <laughs> well, the movie we're doing, Spielberg, for the most part, he's batting, I'd say, like 800. Like he... Oh. Most of his movies are good. Yeah, he's 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 amazing. But there's one movie, got a lot of heat recently. Uh-oh. Now that kids are all grown up and they're our age, what's that? We're watching 1991's Hook, uh, movie he directed. That's right. Forgot. What, what's wrong with a lot Hook? Of people you got me, man. Have heat on this. <laughs> I was like, what's he gonna say? <laughs> there's people who are our age who are like, fucking movie sucks, man. Why? But it's a movie everyone loved when they were a kid. I still love it. What are you talking about? So let me jump into the regulars and we'll discuss from there. Yeah, man. This movie is directed by Steven Spielberg and it stars Robin Williams, Dustin Hoffman, Julia Roberts, Dante Basco, and the true star of the movie, Mr. Oh, yes. Bob Hoskins. <laughs> the the screen is just emitting his aura. Like it's like it's a golden aura whenever Shmee is on the he, screen. He was called for this role. Yeah. He he became an actor just for this role. <laughs> In my humble opinion. Uh, let me get you a brief synopsis. We'll go from there. When Captain Hook kidnaps his children, an adult Peter Pan must return to Neverland and reclaim his youthful spirit in order to challenge his old enemy. That sounds fine to me. I ask this every week. Have you ever seen this movie before? Oh, so many times. Maestro? I believe I have the DVD somewhere. I've seen this movie several times. This this has to be in the 30s, 30s to 50s as far as how many times I've seen this movie. <laughs> oh, wow. You were allowed to? Oh, yeah. No, this is big. This is real big. But they had knives and guns and played with magic. Uh, no, it didn't have any cursing, and the magic was imagination magic. <laughs> it wasn't did... demon magic? No, it wasn't demon magic. <laughs> wasn't it Ouija boards? <laughs> you know, I'm going look, I'm, I'm to look through that movie next time and see if they actually put some in the walls. There's no more magic than any other Disney movie, for Christ's sake. What are you talking about? Moana had, like, uh, Disney movie magic. That's what I'm saying. So it's, Frozen? It's, it's no more magic than any Disney magic. Oh, I thought you said there was no more magic no. than any Disney yeah. movies. No, no. If weird. anything, we're on par. We're below par, even, I think. And then what? As far as Disney magic. Genies? A lot of people think this is a Disney movie. It's actually not. Yeah. Then why would we think he's, why would we talk about Disney, then? Because Disney is, is a, for, doesn't matter what age you are, you're allowed to watch Disney. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter what kind of bubble you're in. Disney's appropriate. But it's not Disney. That was the point I was making. <laughs> I was making that point. There's no... Well, you, all right. <laughs> this movie really was ahead of its time because now Disney's re uh, making uh, live action adaptations of their own property. Yeah, we got John Favreau going crazy over this stuff. Yeah. yeah. He's doing the Lion King live action. He did the Jungle Book. Yeah. They did Beauty and the Beast. There's a Little Mermaid. There's... 
it's all come becoming live action. Yeah. Spielberg in 1991 said, hey, I'm going to start the trend. But this is a reimagining, though. Yeah, it's a reimagining. Yeah, which I enjoy quite a bit. Because I do like that it's not the cartoon Peter Pan just retold. I like that it's like, well, what if if the alligator never killed Captain Hook? Right. What if he's still out there? Yeah. And then he grew up. Love the premise. Absolutely. I got to tell you something. I haven't seen this movie in a very long time. The first, I timed it. Rufio makes his appearance 53 minutes into this movie. Is that right? Is that long? Yep. Wow. The first, like, 50-ish minutes of the movie, I'm like, okay, I'm into this. And then as soon as those kids show up, I'm out. What? I'm out. I don't know, I don't know why. These, these lost boy kid actors, just, I don't know. And this movie's so long. This is a two and a half hour movie. Do you know what other movies are two and a half hours? These stupid ass comic book movies. Oh. Why is this two and a half hours long? Explain that to me. Because it can be. I, I don't know. I I enjoy. I'll the, give the, the kid acting was pretty atrocious in, in certain parts, but I don't. I'm sure it's a 99 nostalgia for me. Mm-hmm. Just the reliving this kind of thing and mm-hmm. knowing what's coming up and being like, oh, I'm excited for this. I don't know. It, it just it told the story it needed to tell. I don't think there was any like really slow parts. I mean, yeah, there, uh, I guess there were a couple, but. It all served its purpose. I can't, it? I can't imagine taking many scenes out. Maybe, really? Maybe three to four scenes I can imagine taking out, but the rest, why would you? Mm-hmm. Much, uh, again, I'm, I'm going to fanboy over this movie, if you haven't picked up on that yet. Do you want to tell him? What? Your costume. My costume? Oh, yeah. yeah that's right. I was Rufio for Halloween a couple you years ago. You were who? Rufi. Oh. So if you told someone our age... Rufy O, Rufy O. Do you think they would know how to finish it? No. Most likely, right? Oh, oh R-H- like yes. someone R-H. Oh, Yeah, R-H, yes. Uh huh. Yeah. We because uh, this was what? Jeez, like we were maybe seven six, when this came out. Six years ago, I think, is when it was Rufio had happened. What? And when I when I was Rufio for Halloween? Oh, I thought you were talking about the the the, the band you were, you Rufio. Were, you were dark uh, Sith Lord, I think. You had the hood on. You had a giant hood, and you were trying. You were stopping my blade. I got I got pictures of this. I'm gonna see if I can find that picture. Yeah, you should try to find a picture. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we went to downtown Fullerton because six years ago, that's what you do. And, uh, and, uh, not many recognition, but I did run into a Peter Pan at, at the bar, one of the bars we were at, and we took a picture. That was kind of cool. But yeah, not as much recognition as I would have wanted. Mm. But again, this is downtown Fullerton, so that's a much younger yeah, demographic. Yeah, like 22. Yeah. If, if even that, like just 21, like mm-hmm. yesterday. What are you talking about? I was 37. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Wait, the kids no, killed it for you then, though. Mm-hmm. Oh man! And the runtime—it was so long. I don't know. I mean, last like, week's movie, Cool World, as bad as that was, at least it was under ninety minutes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this was so long. Oh man, that makes me sad. I mean, you could like literally look away and then watch, look back at this movie, and still be on par with everything that's going on. The idea about it is, if you look away from the movie, oh, I look away from the movie. And then look back, everything's still there. You know exactly what's happening. I guess. I mean, how many times do they say run home Jack before he changes it and says run Jack, run, run back, run Jack home? Home run Jack. Home run Jack instead of <laughs> run Jack home? Whatever. Run home Jack into home run Jack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, 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 Smee, they have it backwards. Maybe it's because they talk so slowly, maybe. Who? Everybody. The only person that talked actually really fast was actually Robin Williams, I think. 
Everyone else was talking really slow. But he wasn't Robin Williamsy in this role. No, but he did talk pretty quick though. He had he had moments. Yes, at the beginning. Mm. No, not no, no, not his, when he was his his biggest Robin Williams mm-hmm. moment was putting his head into the clock. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. Ooh, this game is fun. Let's ask me another question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he just puts his nose in. Yeah. That was that was as Robin Williamsy as he got in the entire movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's start from the beginning. Again. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so it's Peter Panning, Banning with a B. Oh, is it Banning? Mm-hmm. Okay, Peter Banning. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is a he's a lawyer. He's, he's not a banker. Guy. He's, he's a he's a he's a corporate lawyer. Yeah, banker. He's pretty much he's a non coked up version of Ellis from Die Hard. Because <laughs> remember, Ellis does like mergers and acquisitions and yeah. shit. That's what he does. But okay. he's not like a coked up. Like he's like a kid's version of Ellis. He has to work on a Saturday. It seems. And uh, you know he's important because he's being followed around the office by eight people, <laughs> with all a talking to him at the same time, and a cell phone, just listening to him. Yeah, and he, isn't the first scene at the Peter Pan play? His daughter's Peter Pan play. That's right. And which very meta. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you noticed this. the the per, The actor who's playing Peter Pan is a girl. I don't know if you know this, but in most theatrical productions, Peter Pan is always played by a woman. Yeah. Why is that? Uh, I don't know if you guys know that. Or yeah. Not. But why is that? I don't know. That's just how it's always been. Do you think it's just it, tradition? Do you think it's because uh, it's about like people, like because the kids are also holding the rope to keep them, keeping them up, and they want a lighter person? Maybe. I I, I think it's because you generally, if you're going to do a, a proper production of a Peter Pan, you're going to need somebody that's older to play the part. So if you, if you get an older guy. Peter Pan's going to talk yeah. like this. Okay. Oh, so you want to have a high voice. Plus, maybe also it's a weight. Uh, it's, like maybe it's a question said, of weight yeah. ratios. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's Monty Python for anyone else. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And looking good in spandex. Maybe that's another thing. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, I don't know. I feature. think I look actually pretty good in spandex. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think it's often with voice and weight and um, flexibility in general. Because mm-hmm. Peter Pan's got to be doing all kinds of motions as a child would but you need older people to play these parts to yeah. do them effectively so same reason jockeys on horse races are they're, small they're tiny yeah. yeah because of weight ratios mm-hmm. okay is that the real reason why or not i don't know the reason oh, that's, that's, just, that's just tradition that's how yeah. that's just how every proper production of peter pan is right if, if the peter if there's a peter pan production with a guy that's fake news, right? It's fake. <laughs> I've always wanted to be Captain Hook. Well, I guess I'm not Hook. serious about play, uh, per, uh, performing this play. I've always wanted to be Captain Hook. Mm. Me too. Yeah? How but come? I, I have to play a uh, once, once upon a time version of, of Captain Hook. The TV really? show? Yeah, the TV show. Really? Yeah. Why? Because the because the scruff. He's got... And I don't have to wear that is, ridiculous wig. Is Hoffman too over the top for you to be in character? I I, I could not do that. <laughs> Why you not? do the, I'm committing suicide. Yeah, yeah. You do that pretty... That, you do that line pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways... Uh, Get your fat ass over yeah. here. And <laughs> don't try to stop me, Smee. Don't try to stop me, Smee. Whatever you do, do not try to stop me. Try to stop me. <laughs> try to stop me, Smee. What are you doing? This is not a game. Get off your ass. Yeah. Get over here, this is serious. I'm committing suicide. Don't ever scare like that again. <laughs> <laughs> so let's. I couldn't, I couldn't do that. Uh, I know you. Yeah. No, no. Like, but the, I, I'm doing an impression of, of what he's doing. <laughs> I feel like. You, yeah. I feel like you could do it. 
No. Nah, come on. Uh, give it a shot. See what happens. I don't know. That's. I'll be your shmi. I'm, I if, if 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 I'm ever acting for ten plus years, uh-huh. maybe I'll try to take on Hook. Oh, you mean like actually hook up? I mean like the uh, the idea of trying to commit suicide for having people to stop you. Oh, Jesus, no! Wait, hold on. Wait, you're saying that I could do this? No, I could act it out like that. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God! Wow, I'm mm-hmm. very happy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, did they go? Do we go down to dark place right yeah. now? Yeah. So anyway, they're out of play. <laughs> uh, watching Peter Pan, uh, well, a kids' production of kinda. Peter Pan. Uh huh. Well, it's not really key to the story. I just. Yeah, I wanted to throw that out there that the girl there that that Peter Pan is played by a girl, right? That's, and that's uh, tradition. and and Peter is there. Or he's not there. He, he is there, but, but he takes he, a phone. Call. He gets a phone call. Right. He's a he's a Mister Big Shot. Yes. Like you said, everyone at his office. He's missing. Uh, from Can't Hardly Wait, the nerdy kid from Can't Hardly Wait. Yeah. This is him, Jack. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh what? Y- yeah. yeah. That's right. That's right. I didn't know that. Uh huh. Just coming off guard. He's missing his little league game, so he sends a fucking camera crew. He sent a cameraman yeah. to go record the game. You know what, dude? It's a thought that counts. That, he could just have just blown him off. And that like, should oh, get some yeah. credit. That should get some points. It should. But then again, if this if there's a history of this throughout his entire childhood, you can't give credit every single time. Yeah. Here's here's my big gripe with, right. with these two fucking little bastard kids. Okay. <laughs> You're sad because your dad's not there. I don't know if your mom works or not. I'm guessing she doesn't have a job. It looks like she doesn't. It looks like she's a house mom. Yeah. Well, guess what? You spoiled little bastard. <laughs> you want to have, you want to be a part of your little league team. You want to live in a nice house. Guess what? Your dad's going to not have to go to every single play. My mom, single mom. Mm-hmm. I never saw my mom growing up. She was always working. Okay. She worked like 14, 15 hours a day. She'd come home with all pent over after working so long. Right. This is the life. My wife, my father-in-law. Yeah. He's always at work. It's a trade-off here. Yeah. You want to you want to live comfortably? Sacrificing to be one made. Of, some, one of the parents or both parents can't be home. Yeah. Oh, my dad's not at the game. Sorry, he's out fucking being Ellis and merging <laughs> companies together. Sorry. Yeah. I know it's I know it's a shitty thing to say, but No, no, it's, if it's you, true. If your kid wants a comfortable life, you got to sacrifice time with him. Right. John Taffer, I heard John Taffer on a podcast and he Ooh. talked about how Bar rescue and his actual bars and his consulting jobs. He goes, I'm never home. My wife and my kids fucking live the dream. They're the ones sitting by the pool. They're the ones doing whatever they want. I'm out on the road doing everything. Right. He goes, that's just a sacrifice I have to make so my family lives comfortably. Yeah. And, and it's not I'm like you're out there saying like, line here. No, no, no. It's, it's, I mean, it comes across, uh, comes across a little harsh, but it's, it's, it's the reality of things. <laughs> Was I very Corolla in that? Yeah. <laughs> now listen here. Yeah. <laughs> yep, pretty much. Yep. Well, Cole yep. has a rant about that whole thing, where he, he's talking about like uh, his his wife would tell him like you talk too much. He's like, hey, you better hope I keep talking, because <laughs> once I stop talking, uh-huh. all of this goes away. <laughs> this house, the cars, it all goes away because that's how he makes his living. Uh, but yeah, it's the same kind of concept. I mean, yeah, you got to provide. Uh, I think it's important to be there as mm-hmm. much as possible. Yeah, uh, I can't be to everything that my daughter has has done. Mm-hmm. Uh, I go to as much as I can. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember. When I was doing track and field back in my high school days, there was maybe it was it was a, de- definitely a handful of times that my parents came out to see any of it. Uh, but they also worked like in L.A. or Santa Ana, mm-hmm. but not very close to where I where I was living. So yeah, I I, I, I never hold it as a burden. Uh, these kids obviously they uh, they live privileged lives because of their dad's hard work, and I think a lot of that entitlement starts getting a little crazy, man. Yeah. But what are you gonna do when you're rich? You complain about whatever you want. Yeah. And you're justified mm-hmm. because you're rich. 
Yeah. So, um, what are we talking about? It doesn't matter. <laughs> they're going there. So the family's flying to London. Yep. Because Wendy, Wendy darling, the Wendy from the Peter Pan stories is Peter's sort of grandma. Right. So it's his wife's grandma. So the story is Peter was, uh, adopted and he lived in the foster home with Wendy. Yeah. So that's sort of like his grandma in a weird way. So now, now the, the, like the, his daughter is like, is that Wendy like from the play? And he's like, no, no, it's not. And the mom's like, yeah, she is. So it's, it's, it's a weird kind of, is it true? Is it not true? Uh huh. Uh, let the kid believe it, but it's grounded in fact somehow. Turns out. Turns out it's true. Yeah. One of my favorite scenes in the entire movie, which I, 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 I do constantly. Marvels? Absolutely. Absolutely. Freaking literally. No, no. Before, yeah. But before that, when, when they first get to London, knock on the door. All right. First impressions are everything, kids. Mm-hmm. Make sure you stand up straight. First impression is important. And then he opens the door. It's snowing! Quack! And slaps the door again. <laughs> I love doing that. It never snows around here, but I'll do it just randomly to people sometimes. So is he the... He's the... In the Peter Pan story, is he... The, he's not the older kid with glasses. Is no. He? He's no, no, the, no. He's the young, little boy. He, yeah. he used to be a lost boy. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. You know in the Disney... Peter, there's only like four Lost Boys or five Lost Boys. Yeah. In this movie, there's like a whole gang of them. In the cartoon? Yeah. yeah. There's only like five. Is that right? There are twins. Uh, I don't remember. Yeah. One, two, I think one, two, three, four. I think five or six tops. No. Oh, okay. Maybe seven. I can look it up. Turns out that was 45. So the actress no. who plays Wendy <laughs> is Maggie Smith, who you've seen yes. in everything. Mm-hmm. Dude, this. Mish McGonagall. She's in her late 50s in this role, but they put makeup on her to make her seem older. Yeah, she's been old my whole life, dude. Like, yes, that's everything was, I've ever seen her. In, she's an thing. old lady because it was it was Harry Potter, right? I was like, she's still alive <laughs> because because in that in in this movie, Hook, uh-huh. it, she's, she's like an old lady. She's basically on the verge of death. It looks like, yeah, like she doesn't have many more years left. Uh huh. And this was twenty years ago, twenty five, uh, twenty seven years oh, ago. Oh my god! And it's uh, five Lost Boys. It was five. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. my god. Yeah, they held it up real good. This is like the uh, Exorcist, the uh, Max von Sydow. He, he plays Father Marin, and he he in the, the in the Exorcist came out in the early seventies. Okay, he looks now how he did back then. Oh, is that right? because they made him look much older with like prosthetics and makeup and stuff. Okay, so yeah, Maggie Smith, she's just been an old lady my whole life. It's like that movie Tron Legacy that they shot back twenty years ago and just released recently. Uh, Jeff Bridges now looks like he would have looked. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I just saw Tron for the first time, so it was the original Tron. Mind. Yeah. Oh, how'd you like it? Oof, uh, really that bad? Huh? It was rough, huh? Doesn't hold up. Obviously, the, I, I wish I would have seen it at the time because I'm sure the graphics would have blown my yeah. mind. But now it's. Oof, I remember wow. when Legacy was coming out, everybody was like, "Oh yeah, Tron, that's a cool movie." I'm like, "You didn't see Tron?" There's right. a, there's a Simpsons joke yeah. where <laughs> my friend Brian, he's the one who he's the one who came up with the joke. Uh, this is the greatest movie I ever saw because I saw it today. Right. He he said uh, for all these people who are hyping up Tron Legacy, who claim to have seen Tron, there's a Simpsons joke. It's a Halloween episode where he gets stuck in the third dimension, Homer. Okay. Yeah. And they're like, "What's it like in there, Homer?" And he goes, "Has anybody ever seen the movie Tron?" And it goes to every Simpsons like character, and they're like, "No, no, no, no." He goes, "That's yeah, exactly, because it's fucking Tron. Who the fuck has seen that?" Yeah, I'm, I, at the time, I'm sure it was ahead of its time. Yeah, it, it did cause time, me to yeah, look yeah. up when the first time green screen was used mm. uh, because I was curious, like maybe this is the first time green screen was ever used. 
It was like the 30s. Was it a green uh, screen? Oh, yeah. It was, there was so much green screen. It was a primitive time. Yeah, but the thir- form 30s is when it was first used. And this was in, I think, the 80s. Yeah. Tron came out. Tron was in the 80s. And technology did not jump very far mm-hmm. in... Tron years. It's been like about forty years, man. Yeah. Total. yeah. And while uh while they're at Grandma Maggie's house, he's got the big Ellis merger. He keeps his phone keeps ringing. That's the big joke. His yeah. phone keeps ringing. He voids his family to answer the phone. Yep. And uh his kids are like, Daddy, Daddy, I want to play. I want to play. I want to play. They're, they're, they're just all over him. And then he yells. Hey, dude, I knew if my dad was on the fucking phone, yeah. I don't make a fucking noise. <laughs> What's wrong with these kids? Do, yeah, well, do they have no fucking manners? Well, there's a, there's a part about this that goes back to my childhood that reminds me that uh if my dad was on a phone and we'd be we'd be loud... Next time we were on our phone with one of our friends, my dad would walk in the room and just like, <laughs> start making play noises. Oh, like, okay. like, like, that I'm on the phone. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's how it sounds. That's how it feels. Uh-huh. Every time we got too loud, he just, he'd remind mm-hmm. us, like, oh, yeah. He'd just go, <laughs> I'm trying to talk to my friends. <laughs> so, Robin Williams, to show how bad of a daddy really is, he puts work first. He's like, get those goddamn kids out of here. Yeah. And they're like, oh, sorry, sorry. Oh. I didn't realize you're on the phone. This isn't a good scene. When they, when they first get there, uh, Jack's kid, or Jack, uh, Peter's son is explaining to, to Wendy what his job is. Like, oh, well, people come in and he just like, he blows them out of the water. He destroys the competition. He's like, oh, you become a pirate. <laughs> oh. Yeah. That was cute. I thought wah, it was cute. Wah. No? Ah. Oh, I think that's a, that's a nice play onwards. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, so now he's, even his wife is uh, saying, like, if you answer that phone one more time, and he just, like, the finally, oh, yeah. Click. I'm going to do it. Yeah. And she throws it out the window. Yep. Oh, there was another uh, Jack <laughs> on the plane. Uh, he goes, don't worry. Next season, I'll go to all your games. He goes, my word is my bond. And Jack goes, yeah, a junk bond. I'm like, do you even know what that is? I had no idea. <laughs> I didn't get that joke until, I think, this time watching it. Because I, I remember the line, junk bond. We're like, Okay, yeah, because junk is yeah, it's a piece of junk. Your your bond is a piece of junk. That's how I took it as always uh-huh. as a child. Uh-huh. It wasn't until I watched it this time again, uh-huh. like, oh, that's a that's a that's a stock market phrase. Yeah. Holy crap! Yeah, so I guess he's teaching his kids something. Not that bad of a dad, I guess. Teaching them. Uh, this is what I'm investing. saying, dude. He's he's not that bad of a dad. <laughs> my mom and dad didn't go to all my things, right. and I turned out okay. Yeah. Oh boy. Anyway, so there, so. uh uh, uh, um, what's her name? Wendy is being honored for all her years of charity work. So Peter has to give a speech while they're away. Captain Hook comes in, yeah, and kidnaps does. the kids. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, <laughs> from what I was told from the Peter Pan mythology, you have to have fairy dust. You have to fly in. Did the ship fly in? Sorry. Did the ship fly in? Ooh. Did Shmi? And Captain Hook and the crew on board and kidnap him. Were there any witnesses Holy to this? Holy crap. Wow. I, yeah. And, I, and I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but they take Peter Pan's children yeah. and, they Bags, leave, right? and they leave a note on the door yes. sign, come get your kids, Captain yeah. James Hook. Yeah. And I'm jumping ahead a little. When Peter Pan actually shows up, Robin Williams, he's like, this is not Peter Pan. Yeah. Bro, he has two fucking kids. Like, 
Like what's going through his mind? Is he still thinking he's going to see the little kid who who he fought last time? Like what what's Captain Hook's mentality? Oh, like no. this is not Peter Pan. Kill him. All right, I'm not appreciating all this logic you're <laughs> dropping on me. Because there, there was certain, th- I did have two problems with the movie. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I forgot what the first one was. I remember the second one, which uh, we'll get to later. Mm-hmm. But how how did I miss that? How did I miss that? Holy crap! That's a very good point. It's probably because it was very at the beginning of the movie, and you weren't expecting that to happen. I guess my guess because I didn't really think about the movie actually starting until they actually got to Neverland. Yeah, no, I'm just I'm just on the ride. <laughs> I guess. Wow. I guess. Oh, I was suspending disbelief. Yeah, there Holy you go. Holy crap! That's what you're supposed to do in movies, Adam. <laughs> that's what it's like. Yeah, that's what it's oh, like. Oh, that's amazing. It's a good feeling until now. There's there's like <laughs> claw marks going down the hallway. Yeah, it's a hook mark. It's a hook mark. A single hook. Yeah. And that lady who screams when the door opens. Yeah. I guess that's Wendy's like daughter. It's the maid or the maid or yeah, something. Yeah, she's the maid. And she gets, uh, she was the like, children were, the screaming. children were screaming. Oh my God. So did she get cut by the hook and she just kind of <laughs> stood there? Cause I think she was bleeding. I don't know. If anything, I think she got knocked over Cap- the top of that. Shmi probably just distracted her with his humor. Right. Uh, I feel like she got knocked over the head for some reason. I don't yeah. know why. And the cop who comes and takes the note, do you recognize who that cop was? No. It's Phil Collins. The what? Singer, Phil Collins. He's the detective who they talk to about the kidnapped children. What the hell? And there's, another, even and there's another cameo in here. Oh that, my goodness. That I'm going to throw your way. Okay. We, I don't know if you know who it is. Mm. But yeah, that was Phil Collins. I didn't catch it until this, this time I really, the really? Yeah. Yeah. Phil Collins. I'll have to watch it again. The drummer from Genesis. Yeah, man. <laughs> the, uh, the soundtrack artist to Tarzan. Yes. <laughs> he did the music for Tarzan. Yeah. Along with Zinc, by the way. <laughs> So uh <laughs> be in my heart. So Wendy <laughs> Wendy darling. Wendy Angela darling. She opens this book and she's like, Peter, you're the only one who can get your kids back. You are Peter Pan. And he's like, uh <laughs> Moira! What, what? Grandma's acting strange. Yeah. And uh then he goes upstairs, this is where Tinkerbell uh He's drunk. He said has course, a drink. As as one does when their children are kidnapped and they're by a pirate by from pirates, uh, outer space from basically. another dimension. <laughs> And uh, you find out that you're Peter Pan in real life. Yeah, it's it's a real issue. Yeah, you, you got you got to have something to kind of absolutely mell you out. Uh, and, then, yes. and then I, dude, I com- honestly I completely forgot Julie Roberts was even in this movie. Really, yeah. I right. forgot that she was Tinkerbell. Well, she, it is a small role. <laughs> <laughs> well done, sir. Thank you. <laughs> but she shows See, up to me. Uh-huh. Tinkerbell is and always will be Julie Roberts. Okay. Again, this is fifty times watching it over the span of my life. Yeah. So whenever, I, whenever she Tinkerbell, I'm like, oh, she's blonde. Nah. Yeah, that's who she how nah, she's supposed man. to be. Nah, she's a, she's a redhead. A lot of uh, <laughs> cholas like Tinkerbell. I, I don't uh, know if you ever notice this. Yeah. A lot of like gangsters, they're they're ladies. Why do you suppose this is their the hairs? Yeah. They love Tinkerbell, dude. They have it like on their cars, on their phones. Why is that? I don't know. What uh, d- I think is she makes uh, wishes come true. Or the whole thing or is happy thoughts. What and, if uh, it's because of the shoes she wears with a little like bunny thing on top? No? <laughs> I think it's about uh, always needing to just go to your happy thoughts place. Mm. If you're <laughs> Well, she doesn't talk in the cartoon. No, she's just... She yeah, no, but, but she does the fairy dust on you and yeah, yeah, when yeah. you think happy thoughts, then you can fly. So uh, probably these, happens these, these cholas mm-hmm. uh, in the relationships <laughs> or lives that they have, there's a lot of times where they're just like, Happy thoughts. Happy okay. thoughts. <laughs> Speculation. 
<laughs> that dark place you're going again. <laughs> it is, sorry. And uh, <laughs> she tells him, yeah, you're Peter Pan. Let's go get your kids. And she, she knocks him out cold. Does she have, like, Superman strength? Apparently so. Because she carries him all the way to Neverland. Yeah, in a bed sheet. And then drops him off in the pirate ship. Or in the pirate cove. On the cove? Uh-huh. Yeah. And he has to disguise himself as a pirate. Yeah. Arg. Yeah. Walk with a hunch. Yeah. Walk with your hips, o- hips open. This is Robin Williams, you too, though. Yes. This, this, is, this is pretty this Robin Williams. This whole thing. Yeah. They told, oh, they told him, hey, remember you were Popeye? Kind of do that again. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. And so he, here he, we go. Here we go. Who? Captain Hook. He's getting his hook sharpened. And then it goes to who? They hand it to who? Yeah, Mario, man. Super Mario. <laughs> so Bob Hoskins, the role he was made to play. Yes. As Smee. Man, Mario didn't like him so much. So I told Even you. Even Roger Rabbit, not a big fan. Really? I liked him in Roger Shmi. Rabbit. <laughs> and maybe this is Maybe this is why I don't like him in the other roles. Because Hook was such a big part of childhood, mm. he was me. Always okay. was me. So seeing him as maybe I don't even think I realized that he was these other people. I I wouldn't. I, I guarantee you, at the time, I couldn't tell you. Hey, that Mario looks a lot like me. I never would have made that connection. Mm. Remember last week I told you that uh, Dustin Hoffman is batting a thousand in this role. In this role, oh as, yeah, as Captain Hook, Shmi's batting like a million. Yeah, like <laughs> he's going all out every scene. Yeah, he's stealing the scene. He's hitting it out of the park. It's circling the earth and exiting the park again. Yeah, it's it's nothing but run home jacks through the whole movie. Yeah, but what? then it's home run jack. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you got it backwards there. Sorry. So uh, the pirate. So Peter's like, all right, I think my yeah. kids are there. Let's Those are my go. kids. All right. Uh, name your price. Pulls out a checkbook as his weapon. Oh, my little cameo. So oh. here we go. It's in this scene. Okay. So Captain Hook shows up, and I love this. He presses a button, and the stairs yeah. have a red carpet, red carpet on it. Yeah. And he goes, you are no pirate. It's Dustin Hoffman over the top. I yeah. love it. And yeah. it's, somebody didn't believe in me. Somebody bet against me. Who was it? It was you. And it's Robin Williams and the pirate with the beard. Yeah. Isn't that a girl? Ah. Is yes. it? That that pirate who gets thrown in the trunk with a scorpion yeah. is the actress Glenn Close in makeup. Huh. Do you know who Glenn Close is? I recognize the name. Look her up. All right. That's her in the beard and pirate costume. No one knew it was her at the time. It was very, very, very... Uh, came that, out recently, within the past like five years. People were like, did had, you know she was in Hook? Here's a reference for Disney. She has two-color hair at one point. She was Nova Prime in Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one. Yeah, that's her. She was in the pirate makeup, dude. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, look at that. Right yeah. there. She was Cruella DeVille, yeah. Yeah, that's her. Wow. Holy crap. Mm-hmm. I, I remember that. I remember the face very well. Mm-hmm. I, remember, I remember how he looked always, but I never made the connection to that's that's a chick. Yeah, that's Glenn Close. I was going to say that's the, cam- the cameo, but I was thinking like maybe some sort of drummer oh, okay. or a guitarist. Oh, or like how like Flea randomly shows yeah, up in like, yeah, movies? Something, something like that. Yeah. No. Well, there, we did have a drummer, Phil Collins. Oh, it's, uh, okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. Or I was also going to almost say the uh, Keith Richards as one of the pirates. Oh, that would have been good. But that's, that's before yeah, yeah. the pirate movies. Yeah. Is it just me or does Glenn Close's eyes sparkle a lot more than any of the pirates? <laughs> have you noticed that I mean just look at the picture yeah. it's just yeah I remember the cheeks being rosy mm-hmm. and thinking that's kind of interesting but <laughs> and it, but I never would have thought it's because it's a chick no I just thought oh too much makeup yeah. too much rosiness in the cheeks so this scene oh. that you said um, yeah. 
he says, no, those are my kids. Yeah. Name your price. And, he, yeah. and he's reaching. Your pizza? <laughs> he's reaching in yeah. for, his, for his checkbook. Yeah. And all the pirates get their swords ready. Yeah. And he goes, name your price. Yeah. Like, wow. Yeah. Your pi- No. No. Smee? Smee. Yes. <laughs> so he comes out, pulls up a shirt. Yep. This is a scar where you stuck him that one time. Here's another scar where you stuck him on another time uh-huh. or something. Like, pizza pan? What? <laughs> yeah. All right. You want your kids? Go. Fly up there and get them. So his two kids are in netting. You know how in pirate movies they, they have stuff hanging from nets? Or any old-fashioned booby trap in a jungle, Yeah, basically. <laughs> like from the Goonies? Yeah. Uh-huh. They're trapped in that. So he... Oh, we forgot to mention. <laughs> he's scared of heights. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, this is brought up on the plane trip uh-huh. where he's freaking out and his son draws him dying because of the great relationship they have. Uh-huh. Yeah. So Peter Pan climbs the... the uh, What is it? The pole? The mast. The mast. And he's hanging, and he's reaching, and the daughter straight up goes, Mommy could do it, Dad. Straight up <laughs> emasculates him. <laughs> what the hell? What, does she have longer arms? Is, is that What is that supposed to mean? I don't know what that means, because she's not scared of heights. I don't know. So he's too scared to do it. So Captain Hook's like, kill them all. Yeah. He's not Peter Pan. And this goes back to what I said. Yeah. That's not Peter Pan. Yeah, sorry, the war is over. The war has been canceled. Goes back yeah. to what I said. Yeah. He, he's, I think, is Captain Hook expecting like a 12 year old boy who had kids? Yeah. What, come on. Maybe he's just expecting like a, uh, a, more... a Chris Pratt type of person to come in and be like, hey, let go of my kids. And it's like heroic, at least. Okay. Not some schlub. Wait, wait, hold on a second. Without a spine. The first thing you think about when you think heroic is Chris <laughs> Pratt? He's got a, he's got an air about him. It's kind of like, hey, I'll get I'll, whatever needs to get done. I'm gonna get done. He's I don't kinda, know why you're making an Italian in this accent. I don't know. I mean, like for me, Chris Pratt's kind of the guy that gets that like weird like. Hi, let's go around this way and see what happens. That kind of feel. You're not like the I'm a hero. I'm gonna stand up for everything. I'm more like yeah. Eh. No, but, okay. Uh, he's not heroic in traditional sense, but when backed into a corner, he can be. That's kind of oh, okay. So you weren't gonna go for like like I can't do a, a Tom Cruise where he's just like <laughs> make it all happen. <laughs> what? I got it. So, it's going to be like timid still, but if you reach deep enough, they're going to come match it. I, okay. I thought you were going to go for more like a Tony Stark or like a Robert Downey Jr. kind of thing. No, because again, that's the same kind of Tom Cruise kind of like, no, no, no. We're not getting the situation where I have to negotiate. <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he, he orders the death of the three of all three of them. Yeah. And Tinkerbell, I love this. She yep. plays to his vanity. Oh, yeah. Oh, do you want to be remembered as the guy who killed th- that old yeah. fat guy? Or do you want to be the guy who remembered Peter Pan? Give me a week and I'll have him trained and he'll, we'll, you'll see, you'll have the biggest war you've yeah. ever seen. You'll have your war. Yeah. They, Ooh, I'm excited. So they negotiate down to three days. Right. And, uh, all right, release him. Whoops. Whoops. Some, he fell in the water. Some pirate hits the diving board uh-huh. in a weird way. He falls in the water. We got some mermaid action happening. Mermaids save him. They, the mermaid, and then Ariel. Yeah, uh, the redhead mermaid. Yep. Actually, Ariel, um, her having red hair was based on the the one uh, mermaid from the Peter Pan cartoon who had red hair. Oh. They like designed her oh, similar right? to her. Yeah, yeah. I remember Fantastic. hearing that somewhere. Yeah. So now he's in the Lost Boys treehouse. Yes. And all the kids come out, and this is where you check out. And I'm like, oh, oh, I'm over. Man, it's fucking kids. The kids are rough. I, I'll give you that. As far as actors go, I was out, but then every smee. Hook scene. I was back in. <laughs> yes. I feel like when you're watching the kids, it reminded me of like Lord of the Flies. 
Yeah, well, I mean, especially what this is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It feels like that from like when I from when I was going in because I, I imagined their life exactly like that, but with like less color and like weird food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So the kids can't believe that this is Peter Pan because Tink is flying around like, yeah, Pan is back, Pan is back, and they see him. Yeah, who are you running around? You're old. You're he's, still got a, he's got suspenders uh-huh. and uh, glasses. Yeah, every yeah, his guts Pop hanging belly. out. <laughs> yeah. And then Rufio shows up, yeah, and you hear like a horn, yeah. and he's riding some sort of skateboards with a sail, parasail. It's like horn it's like a skateboard monorail, thing. yeah, <laughs> type of thing. I don't know why the sail's there then. There's a track around. Yeah, the it's entire... a track. He doesn't need a sail. Well, it was, it's not the, the track is not powered by electricity. Oh, that's true. Yeah, but like, how are you gonna get the same wind going in the right direction at the right time? Hey, it's Neverland, <gasps> man. It's Neverland. Another problem. Nah, this is never. Are you gonna bring oh, up so, science in Neverland? So the rules of Neverland. <laughs> Anything goes. There's right? no rules in Everland. Okay. You can fly for Christ's sake. Mm-hmm. You can get hairspray in, in uh, Everland too. Surprisingly, <laughs> either that or it's <laughs> either that or yeah, Ooh. he is old enough. <laughs> so uh, Rufio shows up <laughs> with the Rufio, Rufio, Rufio. I wonder where that got from. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, that's how he gets his gel. Oh, it's gonna be great. So Rufio shows up and he has Peter Pan's golden sword and he goes, I'm, he says, I'm the pan now. Yeah. And he draws a line in the sand and he goes, whoever is with me, yeah, step over here. Whoever's with the fake pan, go over there. And there's, there's this little kid who touches Peter's face and he goes, there you are, Peter. Yeah. He pretty much, he's stretching the fat away from his face to find (laughs) the the bone structure. Of like, oh, there's the Peter. Oh, and then everybody's like, so all the kids oh, run over. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. so they agree. All right, we'll train him. Yeah, they got to teach him how to fly and how to sword fight. How to yeah. play? How to, how, yeah, how to and fly, how to fight, how to, and how to crow. How to crow? That's right. Yeah, so I have three days oh. to do it. I was laughing so hard as soon as Hollywood said it. He's got like Pan's sword. Yeah, oh, <laughs> <come on. laughs> this is gonna go so bad. Too far, man. Too far. <laughs> like, come on, man. Where are we not going too far yeah. here? Where's, is the suicide scene right here? It's, Basically. It's, it's pretty, yeah, it's pretty much it's, here. It's cut in here. It's cut in here during the whole training sequences. Yeah. Also cut in the, yeah, the whole thing where, uh, Hook is just like, I think I forgot the meaning of everything. Like, uh, every time I try to fight Pan, it doesn't work out. Every time, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So the answer is, uh, to end it all. So that's when he did the whole suicide scene. <laughs> And, uh, Smee, get off your ass and get over here. I'm yeah. committing suicide. Right. I don't do it as good as you. Yeah. But then Smee has an apostrophe. <laughs> and, uh, and <laughs> an epiphany. An epiphany, right. Where now his whole plan is now is, all right, what if, what if when Pan comes back to fight you, you don't have his kids captive anymore? They're on your side. So uh-huh. now you got to win them over. Mm-hmm. And then he goes, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> he, he does this weird laugh that in syncs with the music went back uh-huh. and it cuts back the montage of pan training yeah which i i still somewhat enjoy even though it's it's super lame and cheesy uh-huh i still enjoy that whole little laugh thing again dude batting a hundred it's great they're he's batting a thousand yeah so now, so now his plan is i'm gonna convert the kids mm-hmm. back to pan they're they're beating the shit out of him. You can't they can't you can't play basketball. You can't do anything. They're trying to get him to fly. They they got him in this giant rubber band chair. <laughs> they send him off. Yeah. Happy thoughts. Happy thoughts. Oh, I know. Not big in this chair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They launch him and he falls. They launch him and he falls. And uh, he's and just, Rufio's just watching, just with the biggest yeah. grin. 
He's basically like uh, cleaning his, his nails with a giant gold sword. Uh-huh. That's basically his whole role at this point. Uh, so training montage went horribly. Cut back to uh, now Hook's trying to teach the kids some stuff. Uh, she gives the kid, uh, the girl, an F. I think is I think her, she's Maggie, right? Her name's Maggie. Yeah. yeah, gives her an F, and she's like F, and she starts freaking out like it's a legitimate grade from a teacher <laughs> instead of somebody that ha- held you captive. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Jack's starting to come around a little bit because uh-huh. uh, Hook's feeding on his his bitterness and anger towards his father and his desire for a, a father figure. Right. Mm-hmm. So he banishes Maggie. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty uh, much. She's put, put him in stockade. <laughs> Because she's the one who's like, no, Jack, we have to go home. We have to run away. Yeah. He's just a bad man that needs a mommy. <laughs> <laughs> so she's gone for a while. Uh-huh. Uh, now they get more time to bond. Uh, Hook wakes up in the middle of the night because Jack's stopwatch from, from his dad, Peter Peter Banning, mm-hmm. uh, is, is ticking and he's freaked out by clocks because... Of the crocodile. Because the crocodile. So in the cartoon... The crocodile bites his hand off, right? Yeah. But in this one, Peter Pan cuts off his hand and he feeds it to the crocodile. So for revenge, Captain Hook finds the crocodile and stuffs it in the middle of town with a giant clock. Well, not exactly mouth. stuffed. Oh, yeah, that's true. But it's pr- it's supposed to be like a stuffed. Yeah. Book, yeah. Uh, it's, uh, what's it called? Uh, taxidermy. Taxidermy, yeah. yeah. Yeah, basically. With a clock. Yeah. So in this mouth. So the sound of a, of a clock freaks him out. Now... Is it because this crocodile eight o'clock at some point still? I'm trying to remember in the cartoon. Uh, That's how it was. The, clo- the, the in the cartoon, the crocodile eight o'clock. So every time so you hear the ticking, that means the crocodile oh, the is coming. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, they, it was like kind of like in its tail, so it would right. like go back and forth, it's back just, and instead forth. Instead of the, it's also Spielberg. From, it's yeah. the tick 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 yeah. tick tick. <laughs> uh-huh. right. That's also Spielberg too. Yeah, man. Jaws. Look at that. It's a full circle with this Spielberg man. Yeah. Uh, so then, uh, Pan is slowly, slowly becoming, uh, he's kind of getting his mojo back. Little by little. Little by little. Yeah. The, the food scene? Is that when he starts, that's Believing. when he starts getting it back a little, right? He starts this, using his imagination. This is great. Uh, and I wish, uh, I want to pull up the line that he uses. It's like food coloring and, pota- and potatoes, right? The insult line? Yeah. That's a great one. Uh, but it, I can find it. For all you. right, cool. Well, before or after? No, no. The 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 main long Robin Williamsy type of monologue uh-huh. that he gives the insult. It's uh-huh. brilliant. But so so it's back and forth. Jack is starting to get on the side of Captain Hook now, uh, where the they go to a room to smash all the clocks to get his his anger out, and Jack is just like he's being he's being a little kid, a little little shitty kid. For all the times you never came to my games, smash, smash, smash. For all the times you told me to sit down or shut up and smash, smash, smash. He's getting his, his frustrations out. Uh, but again, this is an angsty kid and you don't know any better. Uh, I'm, I'm becoming aware of this more in my own personal life, how kids can be. Uh, but anyway, so then we, we come back to Jack, or not to Jack, to Peter Pan. And uh, now they're sitting at a table, an empty table. There's nothing on it. And they're like, dig in, everybody. And everybody starts actually, like digging in. And Pan's in there like... There's no, there's, there's no, nothing there's here. There's nothing here. What is happening? What is all this and nonsense? And the Lost Boys are like, it's your favorite game, Peter. Yeah. It's like, what kind of game is this? <laughs> I, I feel like you made a joke. So I'm like, um, you always eat better than this. Gandhi so, ate better than Gandhi, this. <laughs> Gandhi ate better than this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, 
And then now Rufio starts coming at him. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, you, you're the worst. Oh, know, I got it. Do you want me to recite it? it? Okay. Uh, you want me to recite well, it? There's a couple of back and forths. Yes. You have, you have the whole back and forth? I do. Do you want me to send you the... Yeah, there, man. Let me... Oh, God. give me, give me, give me the Rufio. I, I, or no, give me the. No, I'm gonna give you the full thing. All right, I'm gonna give you the full thing. Uh, this is horrible for a podcast. No, that's fine. This I'm is gonna, fun. I'm gonna email to you. That's fine. <laughs> Jesus. So yeah, so so they're they're at the table uh, again with empty food. Everyone's kind of seems to be enjoying themselves, uh, minus Peter because he's confused by the whole thing. Okay, are you gonna be? Uh, what do you want me to be? Who do you want? Do you do you? Oh. Well, I could. Be, you're pretty good at the Robin Williams. Yeah, all right, I'll stuff. Do, so. I'll I'll do uh, Rufio. All right, man. Did you get it? Not yet. Okay. After this is the baseball scene, right? Because now he's becoming more yeah. and more. Okay. Okay. Let's, let's skip to that. Let's skip to that. We'll skip we'll, this. We'll come back. So we're, we're he imagines this. So he imagines the food. So the food is real. Got it. And uh, okay, here we go. Right. So I'll I be, feel like you guys I, really like this I, movie. I oh, yeah. will be playing the role. All right. Of Rufio, and Adam will play Peter Banning. All right, uh, Maestro. Yes. You're play the part of the kids. Okay, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ready? Boil dripping beef fart sniffing bubble butt. Bangarang, Rufio. Someone has a severe cock on mouth. You know that? You are a fart factory, slug slime, sack of rat guts and cat vomit, cheesy scab pick, pimple squeezing finger bandage, a week old maggot burger with everything on it, and flies on the side. Ugh. Substitute chemistry teacher? Come on, Rufio, hit him back. Mung tongue. Math tutor. Pinhead, prison barber, mother lover, nearsighted gynecologist, in your face, camel cake, in your ear, cadaver ear, <laughs> lying, crying, spying, prying, ultra pig, you lewd dude, crude dude, bag of pre-chewed food, dude. I'm still, I'm, I'm lost. That butt, thud butt. That's my name oh. too. Yeah. <laughs> That's a big. Factor, You're anyone right? who's not. Uh, yeah. Oh, I know, but ki- yeah. okay, right. I'm looking for kids or like swath. Uh, right. right. So do your line. The loot, you loot, you loot, you loot, crude, rude, bag of pre-chewed food, dude. Bangarang, Peter. Well, no, they they shout it. It doesn't look like it. It looks like a smaller words. Oh, Bangarang, Peter. Oh, for the love of God. You, you man, you stupid, stupid man. By the way, that's a fucking shitty comeback. Yeah. Come on. Rufio, if I'm a Magerberg, why don't you just eat me? You two-toned, zebra-headed, slime-coated, pimple-farming, paramecium brain, munching on your own mucus, suffering from Peter Pan envy? What's a paramecium brain? I'll tell you what a paramecium is. That's a paramecium. It's a one-celled critter with no brain that can't fly. Don't mess with me, man. I'm a lawyer. <laughs> uh, bangerang? Banning? Banning? You're banning? supposed to chant it. Banning. <laughs> so, you asking me? Start I, chanting. I know. I'm reading from a good start distance chanting, away. Banning. 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 Rufio. Banning, Rufio. Banning. Oh, Rufio. Why don't, you, why don't you just go suck on a dead dog's nose? And that's when he flicks <laughs> the thing, and then actual food lands on Rufio's face. Yeah. So that's when yeah. they're like, you're doing, you're doing it, it, Peter. Peter. <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of fun. Yeah. That was a great scene. That was a great scene. I don't care what you kept with the Lost Boys. That uh-huh. was a great scene. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I like Rufio. Okay. He's, yeah, he's, man. He's my favorite of the Lost Boys. He looks exactly the same age now as yeah. he did in this movie. No, he doesn't. Well, minus the mohawk. He's like 50 pounds heavier. He looks pretty... Like, uh, the, his okay. face, he looks pretty much the same. Have you seen the way he looks now? Yeah, all right. He's, he's bulked out, but as far as age goes... <laughs> he sounds the same, you mean? Yeah. He looks. and all right, Whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> so now we go to the baseball scene. Uh-huh. So now... Uh, Oh no! The, the food, the rest of the food, the rest of the food scene. All it's right, a food fight. Yeah. So yeah. the food fight breaks out. Rufio's pissed off. He goes off to the side and he picks up a coconut. Oh, and he throws like, it. 
Yeah, and he just throws it at Peter, and then one of the kids, Peter, look out! They th- and they throw him a sword. So Rufio must have thrown this coconut very slowly. <laughs> he threw a changeup. Yeah. In baseball, a changeup <laughs> is a slower pitch. So, okay, so it all happens in enough time. This is one of the problems with the movie. This is uh-huh. one problem. Rufio throws it. Um, one of the Lost Boys sees it, says, Hey, Peter! Another Watch Lost out. Boy uh-huh. throws him a sword. Peter jumps on the table, grabs the sword, uh-huh. and then slices the coconut in half. Yeah. So unless Rufio was like a hundred yards away, <laughs> this time, uh-huh. well, it wasn't really, it wasn't really, it wasn't really long well, table. No rules in Neverland. Yeah. That's the reason why there's so many lost boys to make a big enough table to give <laughs> enough time for the coconut to go from one side okay. to the other. Still, I've I've watched enough baseball. As soon as the pitcher lets go of the ball, it's in the mitt right then and there. That's assuming the he table run- was not the distance from the home plate to the mound. I would say it would be. There's a lot of kids. Even then, it's like half a second. Even then, the kids not the kids not throwing 95 miles an hour. Even He's he, Rufio. Okay. Yeah. What? Fine. What does that He's mean? throwing 45 miles an hour. So it's two seconds. Let's say it's a two second window from when he throws it. Honestly, the whole time Peter, this whole- sword grab wind up slice. The whole time, this whole movie, the only thing that's special about Rufio is the fact he found hairspray and gel in a place where there was no <laughs> such thing. That's the only thing that's special about him. Everything else in the movie doesn't make sense. I mean, why, he's the tallest of them all, but that's it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so at this point, everyone starts like believing, oh, Peter, you're, you got it, man. You, you got the sword skills now. You got everything. You got the imagination. You got the, you got the swords. We just need to know if you can crow, which we'll find out later. Let's put on the tights. So they go to the cove because yeah. uh, Peter, uh, Peter, uh, Jack taught Captain Hook the rules of baseball. So they're setting up a baseball game. Yeah. Smee is pitching, which is fucking fantastic. So <laughs> he's, he's winding, winding up, up in the- spins three sixty a yeah. few times, uh, and then lobs it. <laughs> the, defying physics uh-huh. again, which means rules do not apply in this world. Uh huh. Which is fine. So gravity doesn't apply either? No, nothing applies. So Cap- also, they just need gel. Oh, I, guess, I guess coconut could work then. All right, damn it. Captain Hook takes off his uh, hook, and he puts on a, a, a hand, a, a fake mitt. hand with a mitt yeah. attached. So the Bloss Boys are there to steal Captain Hook's hook. And this, this is a test. This is uh-huh. kind of like a – it's not a hazing for Peter. It's, mm-hmm. it's more like a – let's see. Remember that, we used to do stuff like this? Yeah, right. Yeah. This, let's get you back into the old vibe uh-huh. that you used to be. But then Jack is up to bat. Yeah. And so someone steals second. So the catcher yeah. shoots him dead. Yeah. And then he goes, uh, Captain Hook goes, no, no, no. Yeah. Bad, bad form. form. We're playing the rules under Master Jack's. Yeah. Uh, rules. Yeah. It's a very violent game, isn't it? <laughs> very violent game. Baseball. <laughs> <laughs> that would make it interesting, at least. Uh, Otherwise, I can't watch it. Uh, <laughs> I can't watch the baseball. So, uh, Jack's up to, up to bat. And yep. he, oh, by the way, uh, Maggie, when she got flunked out of the class, she was telling Jack, like, you just got to run home, Jack. Uh-huh. Whatever you got to do, get out of here. We got to we gotta run home. So the pirates right. are, are chanting, run home, Jack. Run home, Jack. No, no, yeah. no, Smee, they it, have it backwards. Yeah, well, Jack's like, wait, run home? Maggie. Maggie uh. Yeah, then Shmee tells turn him. Turn around. Turn around. No. Home run, Jack. Home run, Jack. Home run, Jack. And then Jack's like. Oh yeah, I forgot what I was thinking about a second ago. Yeah. All right, let's play some baseball. Uh-huh. And then he, and then Captain Hook goes. Remember all the times your father didn't show up to the games. Captain yeah. Hook will go to all your games. Yeah. And then he hits a home run out of the space into yeah. outer space. 
And it's good. My boy. It's like it starts off with Peter saying my and Hook saying boy. He's like, well, it's no, it's my boy. Uh-huh. So Peter gets all like, meh. He gets all flustered. Yeah, he, he runs away. What about the hook? Meh. Too late. Yeah. Meh. And back at the Lost Boy camp, Peter, uh, he sees his old shadow, which is how he, if you remember the cartoon, that's yeah. how he winds up in Wendy's house. Right. Because the shadow led him there. Right. So the shadow leads him to the old tree house from the cartoon movie. Right. And he reads the name Wendy, uh, da, 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 Peter, Peter, and he presses yeah. the P on Peter. And then it opens up into the old treehouse. And yeah, man. Tinkerbell's there. And then exposition flood. All right, Peter. I need to give you all the information you need to yeah. become Peter Pan again. Right. Remember Here when we you go. were a baby and you ran away in a stroller? Remember <laughs> when you were a baby and you remembered your mom, even though it's physically impossible? Right. And do you remember when uh, the wind pushed your uh, baby carriage away? And then I found you. Well, the, the, but the way they, they framed that was Peter, Peter ran away on purpose. <laughs> Peter somehow got the wind. So he, he's like, I can't, I hate this family. I'm out of here. Cause they're like, he's going to go to Oxford and then he's going to yeah. be this and oh. he'll be the supreme judge. So he opens up the sails on his baby carriage <laughs> and takes off. Uh huh. And then he, he's, then he gets lost and falls on the floor and he's like, ah, oh, no, Tink, it's raining. There's no more wind. <laughs> Tinkerbell finds him and brings him to Netherland as a baby. How? Can he age into this, Peter Pan this is my if biggest he problem. arrives as a baby? This is my biggest problem with the entire movie. Yeah. That's your biggest problem with the yes. entire movie? Because he flies to unless the unless the flight took ten years <laughs> yeah. to get there and back. Uh-huh. But then Jack and Maggie would be older as well, if that's how long yeah. it takes to get there. Well, also think about it this way. How's he supposed to keep the baby alive? So she's stopping well, off. Peter Pan should never age if he arrived in Neverland as a baby. He arrived as a baby. That's, the problem. That, that's what we're led to believe. Uh-huh. He arrived as a baby and comes back as a teenager, basically. Like a 12 year old kid. Yeah. Okay. So how did he age? Unless he was there for like thousands of years and you age like one year for every hundred years. No, you years. don't age at all. That's okay. the whole okay. so thing then, in Neverland. So how did he get that old? I don't know. <laughs> That, well, is a, that is the major issue I've had watching uh-huh. it again this second time around. But really? not as a kid, right? You, no. As a kid, you're like, okay. No. no that fine. makes sense. All right. And when was the last time you saw a baby on, on Neverland? Never. No. Wasn't? No. Ah. There's too many things. Too many, too many versions of Peter Pan. Mm-hmm. And then we find out, and then we're quickly with the recap of the Peter Pan story. Right. His shadow goes into Wendy's room, and then he wakes up Wendy, and she's like, oh, my God, a stranger. And then they fly off to Neverland. They have adventures. Wendy starts Wendy getting older. Back. Wendy becomes... So every time Peter comes back, she's a little older. She, do, do you know the actress who played young Wendy? Shakespeare in Love. What's in the box? Yeah. Gwyneth Paltrow. Gwyneth Paltrow. Damn yeah. it. Yeah. She was the young Wendy yeah. darling. Yeah, she was. Yeah. yeah, she was. So every time Peter comes back, she gets a little older. And then finally, when she's Maggie Smith age, Peter Pan is like shocked. He touches her. And then he's when like, she ah. turns around, he's like, ah. Yeah. Well, now that you're too old, can I uh, maybe yeah, he perhaps? Sees, so he sees Wendy's uh, granddaughter Moira on the bed, and he says, "I'm going to give her a kiss." And if you remember, a kiss is a is a thimble. A thimble, yeah. So she goes, "No, no, no." Um, a real kiss. A real no. She goes, "No, Peter, don't uh, not tease her. Don't uh, give her hope because yeah. you'll you know she can't keep you." So, so in other words, Wendy <laughs> was jonesing for Peter her entire life. She got too old. Couldn't. Couldn't wait anymore. Uh-huh. Got married, had a kid. That kid had a kid. <laughs> yep. And now he comes back. Well, now that uh, you've aged out, 
sweetheart. <laughs> what about this one? <laughs> yep. Wow. Yeah. That's wow. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. I, well, I mean, technically, well, he's not technically, age appropriateness isn't a thing here, apparently. Mm-hmm. It's a weird chasm in between. That's fine. So Tinkerbell, you find out she's jealous because Moira, she Tinkerbell was there when Moira and Peter kissed, so he decided to stay in on Earth. Right. That's why he aged finally. Right. So and Tinkerbell's always been in love with Peter. Yes. Uh, but couldn't do anything about it because she was so small. Mm-hmm. And because he should theoretically still be a baby. Right. <laughs> so then he realizes uh, why he stayed on Earth. Right. He wanted to be a dad, and then they flashed to... Right, because he, sta- he stayed with Moira, uh-huh. uh, and then they grew up, they got married, they had a kid, and then Jack was it. Mm-hmm. Everything. The firstborn. That was his happy thought. Right. Which is Jack being born. Yes. So now he's floating in the air, and they're like, oh my god, your happy thought, you did it! Yeah, you found it, Peter! Uh-huh. Uh, would that be your happy thought, Adam? Alexis being born? Uh, oh, yeah. For mm-hmm. sure. If, if I had to go through my life and find the happiest moment, that, that, would, that would be it. Hmm. I can't think of anything that's gotten me to that point. Uh, now, granted, as being a parent, there's, there's ups and downs. Mm-hmm. But as far as, like, the purity of, the, of that moment. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Irreplaceable. What about you, Maestro? What would your happy thought be to make you fly? Pizza. All <laughs> <laughs> right. It's easy. It is. It's in abundance. Mm-hmm. Hard to forget. Hmm. It can't die on you. Yeah. Oh, but you kill it. Yeah. <laughs> when you consume it. Every time. Yeah. So now he becomes Peter Pan. He flies. He f- he flies through the treehouse. And I guess there's a Peter Pan costume ready for him. <laughs> so as soon as he flies out, he's already in Peter Pan gear. Yep. That was sized to an adult. Shockingly. Amazing. It's spandex. He, it is, fly, he, it is spandex. he flies through Neverland and he comes back and this is where he's Robin Williamsy. Yeah. Because he he forgets that he's an adult now. He's, he's back. playing basketball with the kids. He's, uh-huh. he's messing them up. Play. Throwing the balls in their faces like uh-huh. he, they were to him earlier. He's flying around. Uh, he's he, he, another standoff with Rufio. Rufio drops to his knees yeah. and hands him yeah. a sword. He goes, you, you are the fly, pan. You can fight. You can fight. You can... But this is... this. I remember as a kid thinking, sucks. this is a pathetic crow. <laughs> this is, this, it, Robin Williams' crow was like, kind of like a, eh. Uh-huh. They should, maybe should put a sound effect in there of a real crow or, I don't know. It just, it didn't seem very crowy to me. I remember really? thinking, as a kid watching again, like, oh yeah, that crow's not, not so good. And you look at it now, you're like, that sounds exactly like a crow. Nah. Anyway. Hold on a second, I'll pull up the crow. So. <laughs> So now he goes back. He's going to Tinkerbell. He does the whole face in the in the uh, thing in the treehouse. What was the line? Uh, yeah, uh, she. He was Tinkerbell was asking him like, "Why'd you come here? Uh, to ne- always have fun, never grow up." Well, this is a fun game. Let me ask another question. Yeah. He puts his nose. He's Robin, Robin yeah. Williams. He puts his nose into, into the house. He's like, "No, why'd you come here?" Like uh, I was like, "Kids." Oh my god. Yeah, I forgot my kids. Uh-huh. Jack, Maggie, and then Tinkerbell somehow becomes a explodes. Basically. She becomes Julie Roberts. Yeah, full size. Full size. Uh, and talks about I've always had these thoughts, but I've it's such a big feeling. I I've never been able to feel it because I've never been big enough to feel it. Weird line, fine. So uh-huh. basically, yeah, I love you. They he, she kisses him, and he's just like, oh, more, 
more, more, Moira, Moira. Oh, my wife. I got kids. I can't do this. Uh huh. So, all right. Run off, save the world. So now it's the Great War. Yep. That was promised. It's the third day. And Jack is a mini Captain Hook. He's He's, got the wig, the black curls, the red fucking cape. What is that? The coat? Yeah. Yeah, Velvet overcoat. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) And Captain Hook's going to give Pierce his ear. With a hook? (laughs) Fine. That's how you do it, I guess, in Neverland. Brace yourself, Jack, because this is really going to hurt. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's got the sharpening, they're sharpening the book as it's about to happen. <laughs> yeah. This is, this is great. This is great cartoon uh-huh. to life reality. Yeah. And, uh, right before it happens, you hear the sound of ripping. Uh-huh. Uh, and, uh, and then a silhouette falls. This is also perfect cartoon. Uh-huh. Perfect cartoon to human world. And they hold it up as the shape of like a person and it's Peter right. Pan flies through the sail. So not only did he cut out his silhouette, but he cut out like armholes. Uh-huh. Of where his, where, where he had his arms extended yeah. out. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was just like, oh, so Peter Pan is also a uh, sharp, uh, an artist with a knife, I yeah. guess. Fine. So now it's all the Lost Boys versus all the pirates. Yeah. And I don't know, dude, these, the Lost Boys, their weapons are like eggs, yep. paint. This is, this is another thing. I feel like the Lost Boys should have been like massacred. Absolutely. Yeah. If you get hit in the face with an egg, you don't it's fall fine. over and going. writhe in pain. You're just like, what? this is inconvenient. <laughs> it hurts. No, it hurts. It hurts, but it's not It's not debilitating. Yeah. It's not like getting stabbed in the eyeball. Well, you don't know what kind of eggs these are. <laughs> so yeah. the, the Neverland chickens produce more uh, lethal eggs. Okay. Are you telling me that you can no believe everything ever- else about this movie and lethal eggs have nothing to do with it? How can e- chickens ha- uh, grow eggs in Neverland if no- nothing ages? Good point. Also, <laughs> they don't have a basket full of eggs. They have a basket with a chicken in it. Uh-huh. Yes. So this chicken is laying eggs, at the eggs speed as we speak <laughs> of their firing. Uh huh. It's a magical chicken smash. <laughs> and they hit them with like tomato sauce or like rotten tomatoes or something. I don't know. Uh, I don't it's, know. It's what's some happening. sort of paste. Yes. Th- th- this. Okay. Your logic about this and the magic, it, you flip-flop all the time, man. Nah, because these are pirates using swords and guns and cannons yes. versus eggs and watercolors. These eggs and watercolors. And, and marbles mm-hmm. or, or like uh, Rolos or whatever the hell they're throwing <laughs> yeah. in candies. Uh-huh. Think, think of it this way. You watched Home Alone. You saw how one little kid took out two guys. Same thing happens here. It's completely feasible in the cinematography that's been done. There's a great uh family, there's a great family guy joke about how Home Alone should have ended where uh it's not even oh, Harry no. and Marv it's just two burglars who break in and he's like hey I'm upstairs you better get me before <laughs> great <laughs> now we have no more witnesses <laughs> That's great <laughs> That's what these pirates should have done they should have just went stab 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 yep. and then the fat kid becomes a ball That's, and he rolls yeah. down to knock everyone out <sighs> God. So aside from the non-aging thing and this final fight scene, uh-huh. the, the, those are the tops of my okay. frustration list. The yeah, baby going coming back as an adult, as a teenager, and this fight scene is uh-huh. the worst. It's real bad, but not enough still for me to be like, ah, the movie was awful. Mm-hmm. It was still the, the movie was great in spite of the of that scene. And it's Captain Hook versus uh, Rufio. And I love what Hook says. Yeah. Rufio. Yeah. 
Yeah. Rufio. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It's great. So uh, his hook is on his left hand, right? Uh, oh, okay. Hook, this hook switch? Is re- hook is... No, no, no. It's just... It, that shows you how good of a swordsman hook is if he only has one hand yeah. to, to, yeah. to fight. Yeah, I think, I think it is left. Yeah. So he's only limited to his right hand. Right. Whereas Peter Pan and Rufio can switch hands right. for more accurate. If you're talking about fencing and the types of moves you can do that, it's really hard to become ambidextrous while doing it. Usually you have a leading hand that you are the best at. So the fact that a uh, uh, hook has a hook, a metal hook, gives him actually an advantage. Hmm. Okay. Also, you can block with it, I guess. Exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. metal. Right. Metal. Yeah, so fight scene, fight scene, fight scene. Oh, no, Rufio. He's dead. He gets stabbed in the heart. And then... As he's dying, he tells Peter, I wish I had a dad like you. Right. Uh, which, by the way, a uh, good form hook by letting your fallen adversary have a few minutes to talk. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Stab, you're dead. All right. And now there's Peter in front of me. Ah, wait. They're talking. I shouldn't interrupt. Good form, Peter. Yep. Continue, please. Mm-hmm. Have your death wish or death last uh, what is it, last words. Uh-huh. When I was a kid, I never understand. I never understood what he meant by good form, Jack. Yeah. I never understood what that meant as a kid. Yeah. Now I do. So now it's Pan versus Hook. Fight, fight, fight. Yep. Uh, they go off the pirate ship. Now they're in like a uh, town square. Uh-huh. Uh Swipe, 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 swipe. Whoop. Wig. Hooks a wig goes flying off, and you see we see Dustin, we see Dustin Hoffman, uh, minus as the eyebrows, old, as an old man, right? Yeah, and he and he drops to his, to one knee, and he goes, "Good form, Peter." This is this is this is great. This uh-huh. is brilliant because so, seeing Captain Hook, yeah, everybody has to know that. Yeah, the hair, yeah, it can't be real, yeah. And so th- this was a nice little like, I don't know, make sense of things type of moment. Oh, he th- oh he threatens. We forgot to mention when uh, Captain Hook threatens Peter because he's he's gonna. Fly, he flies off with Jack and Maggie, and he goes, Peter, get back here. He yeah. goes, I swear, as long as you're alive, as Captain Oak is alive, I will be after your children's children's yeah. children. You will see uh, notes uh, with hooks in them or knives in them under your, on, the, on the doors of your children's children's children. Which means, which leads us back to your first controversial part where Hook can fly to, to Earth whenever he wants. Right. Yeah. So they make it seem like in the cartoon and the original storyline, that he's like stuck in Neverland. But, but this disproves it if he can make it to Earth. Yeah, he can get out. Why is he staying in Neverland? If he can go go to any dimension. Because it's not world. good form. It's probably technology. <laughs> he flies over here like, I'll take over this world. Oh, shit. What is this? <laughs> What's an email? I got to get out of here. It's me. Yeah, it's me. Get us back home. <laughs> oh, so while the fight's happening. He has Shmeemail. Shmeemail. <laughs> So we we forgot to mention great classic yeah as the as the wars oh yes yes Shmi is robbing Captain Hook he's taking all his rubies and yeah. diamonds and jewels yeah. Shmi Shmi what about Shmi wait what about me <laughs> <laughs> he starts just hoarding all the shit yeah and he's uh, he's like leaving pants bags drooping stuff yes. <laughs> God damn it, Shmi's amazing. Uh-huh. So uh, it's the town square. Yeah, the fight. He loses the wig, and he goes, give me back my dignity, yeah. Peter. Yeah. And he says, uh, he tells Hook, we're even. 
Yeah. You don't th- you don't come after my children again. Right. And uh, Hook does a double cross. He's got a, he's got a, a blade in his shirt hidden pocket and hidden in his up up his yeah, sleeve. In his sleeve. Yeah. Yeah. After all, what will be like without Captain, Captain Hook? Hook. Peter puts his sword away. Yep. Walking away with his kids, gets the sword out, and he chases Peter down before he can get his sword out. And they're leaning against the crocodile now. Yeah. And he goes. So uh, he, he lunges at Peter. Uh huh. He he does like a weird parry type of move, or it's a evade. Mm-hmm. Uh and. Lodges his hook in the belly of the crocodile. Of the croc. And now the crocodile comes back to life somehow. And everyone's like, oh no! Yeah. He finally gets his hook free. He backs up just in and time. He, and he falls. Yeah. For the crocodile to lean, to fall on top of him and mouth eat, first. Eat him somehow. Somehow. Uh huh. He's disappeared. He disappears. You hear a burp and that's the end of the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, while they're fighting. Uh, he has, uh, Captain Hook has Peter Pan leaning against some, like, uh, the thing that was sharpening his, he was like sharpening his hook and he goes, he goes, this is all one bad dream, Peter. You're yeah. Peter Banning, a father who's never there for his kids. When yeah. this is all over, you'll wake up the same useless dad you were before. Is, so, is that true? If he dies, does he just go back to Earth? Or is he just saying that to get in his head? I think it's just getting his head. Okay. No, it's, his, it's all in his head to begin with. You think it's all in his head? Hell yeah. I had that thought, but then <laughs> eventually. How, if you look at a dream when things are happening, does it always make sense? No, of course not. Exactly. So like but eggs it, can use like as weapons from a chicken that can produce at the same time. Here's, here's the problem with that though. Okay. Right now, Tinkerbell is now taking Jack and, and, uh, and, and Maggie back home through the fairy dust. Yes. Hey, Peter, I'll be right behind you. Uh, he eventually gets there right behind him and the kids, are privy to everything that happened in Neverland. So unless it's some sort of joint inception dream <laughs> that it's a it's a three way dream or something. Yeah. It's it can't all be in his yeah. head. But but then Marbles flies off at the end. So that means that confirms that it's not just a dream, that it all actually happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or because he gets his happy thought back. Or maybe he died on the plane <laughs> and all of this is a dream. Yeah. <laughs> so my real question is this. He's on Lost Island right now. <laughs> so, okay, so basically, if everything's real like he, we saw in the movie, then how did he get his clothes back that he lost in Neverland? Clean. The same way he put the Peter Pan suit on when he flew out of the tree. There's a shoot that changes your outfit. There are no rules in Neverland. <laughs> There's an outfit change. Uh, we're, almost, <laughs> we're almost done. Yeah. Almost? He tells the fat kid, you're in charge. Here's the pan sword. Right. See ya. Right. Flies home. Instead of the Jersey boy. And then he, uh, they're he w- back. He wakes up in the statue outside and, the, and there's, and then there's Shmi. It, so is that Shmi? I or think is it just a guy who looks like him? It's a guy who just looks like him. Because this guy's really like, hello, governor. Yeah. Well, I, Real I, British. I think the whole part about it is that it's supposed to make it look like it's an imagination until he gets back home. Yeah, until the guy starts flying. Yeah. Yeah. So it's basically to, p- to portray, oh, it was all in my head, but I can make a change because I'm a new person because I really am. Now you are really. And he throws a- his phone like away. Yeah. yeah. The dog buries the phone and yeah. he's like a happy dad now. He goes, what did I tell you about this window? Yeah. Always leave it open. Always leave it open. Yeah. We're so family. we're all happy family again. And met, um, Wendy is happy because Peter's back, like the real Peter's back. Right. Peter. And then he goes, here's your marbles. And then he flies off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Credits. Yep. This is fun, man. This is such a fun movie. As we were talking about it, 
it was more fun, but I still have issues with the kids. Okay. And the understood. how did he grow up in Neverland if he's a baby when he okay. lives? Understood. Yeah. From watching both of you guys go from like, ah, I didn't like this movie. It was so long. Blah, 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 blah. And then at the end of this show, you guys love this movie. No, no. I, oh, I don't I, love the movie. I never hated I it. I still. I, I never hated it from the beginning. It's no. too long. No, I under, no, 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 I know. How dare you, sir? You guys, you guys were so into it. Like, you, yeah. Because, yeah. How long were you in this movie? Uh, we're <laughs> we're over an hour. Yeah. Minus the pregame. About an hour, ten minutes, right at this mm-hmm. point. You guys were really excited for this movie. Yeah, at yeah, least yeah. as you, you got into it. I mean, it really looked like you guys liked this movie. I love this movie. I had to play a devil's advocate and make everything worse. Nice. Well, we were excited about talking about um, Shmi. Yeah, and Dustin and Dustin Hoffman, dude. They. For me, they saved the movie. This is the second Robin Williams movie we've done. He is not Robin Williamsy. Yeah, because Jumanji. Yeah, but it was uh, that's a weird one. It's weird. Yeah, it's fine. Is he Robin Williamsy? He. I'm thinking about the movies he's done now. The ones that Bird come to Cage, mind. He's Robin Williamsy. Bird, the, yeah, Twyla, Twyla, yeah. Twyla. But then we got like the one hour photo, Insomnia, Aladdin. Uh, 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 Aladdin he's Bicentennial Man. Bicentennial oh, yeah, Man, that's true. not so much. Uh, Patch uh, Adams, he is. Patch Adams, he is. Good morning, Vietnam. Glover, he is. Okay. Good morning, Vietnam. He All right. Is. Now that I'm thinking about it. Okay. But then we also have Mrs. like Doubtfire, he Dead is. Poet Society. Oh, that's good. Uh, well, that's because he's trying to be serious. Goodwill Hunting. He, he's he's always tried to be serious more than a comedic actor. I think there might be. So he plays on the realm of both worlds. I, I, th- I think there's more non-Robin Williamsy movies than there is actual Robin Williamsy movies. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, but they just they, they've but the Robin Williamsy movies are so much better, big. Yeah. Oh, well, they 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 uh, tower pers- over the other one. Yeah, it, cre- it creates a perception that he's like that in every movie until yeah. you see this Broadway man special, and then it's a whole different story. It may, it may also be the stand-ups. Yeah, it's the stand. Yeah, that's for sure. As far as the movie career goes, because he it's he, he had a mix of yeah, serious and comedy. Closing thoughts mm. on Hook before we leave. Amazing still. I mean, the the problems that I, I saw this time I never saw before because spoilers or goggles. Uh, but it, it's, it's still fun. I enjoy it. I I will continue to watch it maybe once every once every year, every couple of years, every two weeks. Yeah, it's just it's just fun, <laughs> man. Uh, for me, it's too long. Yes, uh, it was cool. It was cool watching it again. Uh, I didn't like the Lost Boys kids. Rufio was my favorite. Yep. <laughs> me and Captain Hook were my favorite parts. Real good casting. Uh, minus Lost Boys. Right. Robin Williams, he wasn't all energetic or zany. Uh, it's fine. I don't know. I mean, like, I think the worst part of the movie is Rufio. You're just being ridiculous. No, I mean, You're being the, contrary for the point of the entire <laughs> movie, he's all he is is being useless. All right. If you knocked off maybe 20 minutes from that opening part where he's just a regular guy. And you shorten it a little, put more in Neverland. Maybe but he has to develop that he's like an asshole. Yeah, they know. They, they, now you have okay. There, that's his usefulness. He's Rufio. Maybe you can cut most of that off with just like a therapy session with the kids or something. Mm-hmm. Talking about my dad's never there. Yeah, instead of showing that he's not ever there. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if there's a fact that yeah, they, maybe no. they should have been kidnapped like the night they arrived instead of like oh we're going to this. Thing and oh yeah, I guess yeah. The, the whole, children are screaming. Cut her out. You cut her out completely. Yeah, the whole point of his speech that he made to the lawyers. Yeah, about uh, to the bankers. Yeah, the, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Well, 
that was our opinion of the movie. But like I said, at the top of the show, we have lots of them, but we have zero credentials. Now we're going to hear from people who actually have credentials, the critics. Do you want to hear good reviews or bad reviews? Let's go with the bad reviews. Okay. Peter Travers of Rolling Stone says, no matter how much cash Hook earns, it will take more than pixie dust to fly this overstuffed package into our dreams. That's too far. Desan Thompson of the Washington Post says, the exposition is so underlined and re-underlined, you could teach yourself to fly waiting for anything to happen. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to agree with any of these because of the, the whole nostalgia thing. And finally, David Anson of Newsweek says, a good half hour too long, that's what I said, <laughs> and badly in need of some scares. Hook is a huge party cake of a movie with too much frosting. After the first delicious bite, sugar shock sets in. All over the potato salad. And scrambled eggs? <laughs> there was no scrambling. There were just eggs. Oh, wait. Toss, toss, toss salad. salad. Not yeah. potato salad. Damn it. Uh, how, uh, now the good reviews. Hal Hinson of the Washington Post says, Big, splashy, energetic, one-size-fits-all Hollywood entertainment. Hey, you're in the movie. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> and finally, Owen Gleiberman of Entertainment Weekly. Except for Hoffman's performance, the movie is so frenetic, so bursting with movement and rowdiness and special effects, so drenched in gooey, mythic sentiment about the child within that nothing in it quite gels. The problem isn't that Spielberg has lost his gift for fantasy. It's that he no longer seems to know or care about anything else. That's a, that's a good review. That's a what good review. What the hell is that? That was, that was scathing. Yeah. Yeah. Except for Hoffman's performance. Special though. effects? What special effects? For the flying? <laughs> The, the cable wires? That's a special effect to you? I thought probably the Julia Roberts shrinking uh, part. A green screen? Mm. Now it's time for the Rotten Tomatoes game. This is the part of the show where we make the guys gets to score the movie based on its Rotten Tomatoes score. For those of you unfamiliar with the scoring system, it's an average score from 0 to 100 amongst critics and the audience. 0 to 59 is rotten, 60 to 84 is fresh, and 85 and up is certified fresh. What would you guys like to guess first, the critics or the audience? You choose, Adam. Uh, let's do the critics first. Okay. It's a big cast, but 91, was it? This came out? 1991. 91? Mm-hmm. How big are all these people? They're all old. These. This has to be at the height of like most of these people. Hoffman's big. Yeah, Hoffman Williams have to be big at this point. Shmi's big because he was in Roger Rabbit. Julia Roberts. Julia Roberts is coming up. She's on her way there. So she she's the lowest build out of, out of the top. No, you think maybe Maggie Smith or the kids? I okay, don't it's a lot of good people, mm-hmm. and the story I think was was pretty decent. It's gonna be hard, but I also know that this gets got so much hate over the over the years, and I have always refuted it every time it came up. <laughs> I'll go with a. I'm gonna go with a fifty, right down the middle. Okay, play my cards. Sir. I'll do a seventy. Twenty nine percent. Wow. Yeah, I was a. What What is there to complain about? <laughs> besides, heard? besides the kid acting, which I mean, they're kids. So what uh, are you gonna do? It's it was basically they had too much going on that it lost a storyline, straightforward kind of a feel. Oh, I get it. It's too creative. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't copy something else that already existed enough. <laughs> and now the audience score. This is going to be the Adams. This is going to be so upsetting These to me. These are the Adams of the world. Because this has always been really high to me. Mm-hmm. But I, I know that I'm in the minority somehow. <laughs> I don't know why that is, and it, it really bothers me. Maybe. I, 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 personally, I'm in the like 94 percentile. Now, now what the audience actually gets. Divided by two, and then uh, subtract four, and then divide it again. Wait, isn't that how old you can date somebody? No. Oh. 
Oh, wait, um, that's how you do it? The answer is 21. This is a math problem. Is it? Oh, wow. All right. Audience is going to go. Thank you uh, for doing the math for me, though. That was nice. Like mm-hmm. 60, 61. Okay. I'm it's going a little fresh, right? Mm-hmm. Technically. 21. 76%. Oh, thank God. Thank God for that. All right. You're not, as, you're not all as bad as I thought you were. Well done. <laughs> Here you go. All right. Paul Giamatti wasn't in this. We noticed that Giamatti has solely been in a lot of the movies we're doing. And since we all love him, we decided to ask what role Giamatti have had in this movie. Let me rephrase this. Oh, I got it. Could Giamatti place me? No. He's not he built. Could. He's not. He could, but it's, it wouldn't be the same performance. Yeah. No, no. He, he, he would. He would do a, a terrific job as Rufio. I don't know as good as the job we got. as Hoskins. Yeah. Bob Hoskins. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, the guy that lost his marbles. Really? He just is like a just like the crazy person at the end. Yeah, because he can't. He can't. He can't take out me. He can't take out Hook. Can't I, take out Rufio. I, I, I can see G. Marty as the guy who challenged Robert Williams to the phone. That duel. Okay, at the first beginning. to the phone. Yeah, <laughs> I right. can see him being that fucking guy in his office. I mean, honestly, mm. in the whole entire movie, only two or three actors play uh, pirates. No, the rest of them are non-speaking roles, right? Right, you got Glenn Close. Yeah, which we learned today. Yeah, she was a speaking role pirate. Yeah, and then Shmi and Hook. That's it. There's other little pirates who are like Captain, but that's it, right? Yeah, yeah. He'd probably be some random pirate. Yeah, no, it's it's got to be bigger than that. Who did I say it was? I forgot. Who, who yeah. say With the marbles? Make? Yeah, the marbles guy. Why don't you just he's be? An elite it, or he could be an exec from the beginning of the movie. Yeah, that's what Hollywood is saying. <laughs> or he could be Rufio. No, you can't. You can't. I know. I'm just giving him hate. That's all. All It's good. And now it's time for trivia. This is a part of the show where we give out little bits of facts or info you may not know about the movie. Do you remember when Julie Roberts, Tinkerbell, first (gasps) takes... uh, That would be a nice twist. When she knocks out um, Peter Pan and she... Remember they're flying across and a couple's kissing and they start flying because of the fairy dust? Yeah. Do you know who that couple is? No. Uh, Spielberg and his wife. You'll never... You'll never guess oh. it. Tom, Tom and Katie Holmes. The kissing wow. couple who begin to float when some fairy dust lands on them are actually George Lucas and Carrie Fisher in a cameo. What? And Carrie Fisher, this isn't in my um, trivia, but I do know this. What Carrie the? Fisher was hired to rewrite dialogue for the movie. Carrie Fisher was actually like a, a, a script doctor. Well, hold on yeah. a second. You'd, I remember hearing about You'd that. bring her in to rewrite a few dialogue or whatever. And she's actually credited as a screenwriter in this. Wow. I have a question. Yeah. Was this movie done before or after George Lucas lost his chin? <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's 91, so he's not that old yet. Because I know at one point his chin just disappeared and turned into a neck. Hmm. That's weird. That's a weird cameo. Mm-hmm. Well, Spielberg and Lucas are best friends. So. Right. Yeah, yeah but, but Lucas and Carrie Fisher is a different story. Well, yeah. maybe Car- well, maybe Carrie Fisher was there that day <laughs> rewriting the script. They're like, hey, you want to th- be thrown in here real quick? Yeah. Sure. What, the guy that made Major your career? career? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, oh, hashtag me too. <laughs> Julia. Well, Ro- Ju- substantiated. <laughs> Julia Roberts was nicknamed Tinker Hell. Because she was difficult to deal with, a reaction to her working conditions of solitude and green screen. Oh, yeah. Most but, of her scenes, she's by herself right. in front of a green screen. Until she gets big. Yeah. What if she was replaced with Giovanni? No. That would be a take. That would be a weird take. 
It'd be a very weird take. It'd be, it'd be a distracting take. For the <laughs> yeah, like a scene stealing as distracting. Yeah. Robin Williams' upper body and arms were shaved for his role in the film. That makes sense. <laughs> this is interesting. David Bowie turned down the role of Captain James Hook. That means he was offered it first before Hoffman. Oh, thank God for that. And, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, and I, finally, I think you'll like this one. Uh, Bruce Willis. No. <laughs> <laughs> According to Phil Collins in an interview, Dustin Hoffman was so meticulous that he was present two months before he was actually required to film his scene simply so that he could get immersed in the role of Captain James Hook. Beautiful. I do like that. Aha, aha, aha. Yes. Finally, money makes the world go round. We want to put this film into perspective with other films that were released this year so we can get a feel financially how well this film held up to its peers. The budget for Hook, $70 million in 1991. How much do you think its total worldwide gross is? Hmm. Box office. $70 million. Mm. This is going to be disappointing. I'm going to go seven. You said 17 million is what it costs? 70. 70? Seven zero. All right. 170. Okay. 120. In the U.S., this grows 119.6 million. Overseas, it grows 181.2 oh, million, bringing good, total good, gross good. to $300.8 million. All right. So together, we equal the correct yeah. answer. Right. High five. Fantastic. Yeah. The high five. This film debuted in first place on the weekend of December 13th, 1991 with 13.5 million. Good. Number two that week, The Last Boy Scout. Ah, my boy. Yeah. It's Bruce Willis, man. That's a, oh. That opening scene is ridiculous. That football player who pulls remember. a... Do you, do you remember that? Oh, yeah. yeah. He pull, he, in the rain. In right? the rain. Yes, that's right. And he gets a phone call. You better score a touchdown or else you're dead. Yeah. And then he's running down the field and he pulls a gun out and he's just shooting coaches and refs and players. Yeah. Because that would still count as a touchdown. <laughs> According to Box Office Mojo, Hook is the 31st highest grossing film in the category fantasy live action. Number one is Beauty and the Beast from last year. Uh, that was a good movie. I liked it. Yeah, but when I think live action, I'm, I'm thinking like Lord of the Rings or something. Yeah. But it's... That made the list. It made top... Yeah, five somewhere. It's just, it's weird to me that Beauty and the Beast would be above Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Disney, the live action one. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Disney. Yeah. Uh, finally, Hook was the sixth highest grossing film of 1991. Listen to your top five from that year. Number one, Terminator Two: Judgment Day. Nice. Number two, Robin Hood: Prince of Thieves with Alan Rickman as the sheriff of Nottingham. Did you ever was see that Costner? That? Ka- Costner? No, I never saw that. Did you ever see Robin Hood: Men in Tights? Oh yeah. yes. So the role that the sheriff of Rottingham. He's trying to do like Rickman because Rickman is kind of silly in his portrayal. Oh, so, all, so all that guy did was oh, I'll just do an even sillier version of Rickman. Okay, yeah. nice. That was uh, Dave Chappelle in yeah, yeah. Men Tights. Men Tights, yeah. Uh-huh. A chew. Mm-hmm. Bless you. Uh, no, that's my name, man. Oh. And also Shaft. Shaft is a chew's father, right? A sneeze. Or, um, yeah, a, uh-huh. a, a sneeze. Yeah, a sneeze. Yeah. <laughs> sneeze. Uh, Terminator 2, number one. Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, number two. Number three, Beauty and the Beast, the animated film. Okay. No, number four, Away. Was you ah. a great big fat person? Silence of the Lambs. And number five, City Slickers. Oh, Billy Crystal. Mm-hmm. And one while. of the uh, Home Alone guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw this movie on Amazon, guys. Oh, fantastic. 
yeah, I did too. Uh-huh. Saw it on Amazon. If you're going to watch it on Amazon, go to our website first. Click on the banner on our website. It'll take it Amazon. You do your shopping as normal. It doesn't cost you anything extra. And it helps support the show. Yes. That's if you'd like to buy yourself a hook, perhaps, or a wig. <laughs> or perhaps some sort of weird musket that you actually yeah. can kill people with it. Tights, maybe. Or maybe some eggs that do the same thing. Ugh, they don't have poisonous eggs on Amazon. Are you sure? All right. That's 1991's Hook, directed by Steven Spielberg. Check out our website, ratpackpodcast.com slash spoilers. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Spoilers Show. Check out and subscribe to the YouTube channel, Rat Pack Productions. Write to us via email at spoilers at ratpackpodcast.com for any questions, opinions, and movie requests. Please rate and review the show on iTunes so it can help us in the rankings. If you leave us a review on iTunes and leave us a recommendation for a movie you want us to watch, that movie will go to the top of our list and we will watch it before any other requests. Next week... Are you, are you sure we're doing this one, Maestro? Do you want to pick another one? Um, you know, I honestly just let's just do it. All right, all right. Next week we're doing uh, Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets, or just Valerian. That's that's what people are just calling it. Yeah, because I because the words underneath I never really see it when I look it online. So it's it's based on a French comic book. I saw it. Uh, it's a shitty Fifth Element. Okay. Never heard of it. There's no uh, uh what's his name? Oldman's name in the Gary Oldman? Uh Emperor Zorg. Emperor? Jean Baptiste Emmanuel Zorg. Yeah, isn't he an emperor? No. No, he's, he's a no. he's a businessman. Yeah. He's an arms Isn't dealer. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so it's like a real shitty fifth element, except there's no There's no Zerg. Bruce Willis. There's no cool <laughs> Zerg character. Okay. There's no Ruby Rod. <laughs> there's just There is Rihanna. Oh no! She, Rihanna's in Valerian. Was, when did this come out? Last year. Oh, it's recent. Yeah, that's right. I remember you saying recent. All right, well, let's and Valerian is on say. Amazon. Valerian is. Do you think they they named it after because of Game of Thrones? No. Because the Valerian steel. That's that's what's the the no. big stuff now that Game of Thrones is big. Oh. That's. Kind of, let's try to piggyback off of there without having to do anything with it at all. No, because the I think the French comic came out in the nineties, and Game of Thrones came out in ninety four. Is, is there a th- is there a real place called Valeria or something? No, no, I think it's just his name. Okay, so, they, so just these people happen to come up with the same name coincidentally. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> Let me let me tell you. Let me look it up real quick. Let me let you know. Uh, the film is based on the French science fiction comic series Valerion and Loreline. It's a French. What? That's, <laughs> uh, that came out. Ooh, never mind. In two thousand ten. Ooh, we. The comic. Or I don't know. Maybe Valerian. Yeah, it was like the steel. I don't know. But watch uh, Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. That's the movie we're doing next week. It has nothing to do with the steel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fine. And until next time, this is Hollywood. I'm Maestro. I'm Adam. <laughs> <laughs>